There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. All right, you guys. Yeah. If you could invite any celebrity dead or alive to your friends giving, mm -hmm. who would it be? Wow. Frank. Oh no. Ah. Uh, ah uh, shit, man. He's not my friend, but I'll, I'll invite Donald Trump. I want to fuck him Wait, up. Wait, what? Yeah, Can we yeah. record this? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I, you would invite him to your yeah. Thanksgiving? I, 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 I wouldn't not your friend. Yeah. You? I just smashed the panil and the turkey on, on top of him. Oh, you gonna, and pour oh. Bacardi and pour the Nutcracker. Just pour it on him. He's going to probably think you're the help, though, not like the person hosting the... <laughs> what would he say, Jamie? Uh, I'm going to build a wall between you and the turkey. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> That was pretty good. Jamie? All right, who's next? Um, I would invite the for Friendsgiving, obviously, the cast of Friends. Ooh. Maybe, maybe not Matthew Perry because he's going through some personal issues right now. But everybody else, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jamie, I would invite the cast of Three's Company. I know that only 5% of the listeners know yeah, who that yeah. is. Showing your but, age. But I would have the wow. cast of Three's Company. Coming out on my door. Yeah. With Larry. Wow. With Larry coming on. And, they, oh my and God, the Regal Larry. Beagle. The yeah. Regal Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> you, Rachel? Uh, me, I'm just going to keep it real broke. And say Biggie all day. Aye. I would love to have a Friendsgiving meal with him, just passing some stuff around, Aye. getting the turkey high. The, the, oh. the ten turkey commandments. What? The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 And his eyes, like yo 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 yo. What's your warm up like? Give us a sample of your warm up. I gotta match your yo's, man. You know. Give us a little sample. What is? What do you do to get there? I feel like I feel like Frank Randall. Wait, you got an ambulance 
Atlanta police car yeah, siren. Yeah, a little bit of Three yeah. Stooges in there too, yeah. right? I feel like Frank wakes up in the middle of the night practicing. Like, yo, 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 yo. I'm not going to lie. I'll be at home like, okay, what should I yo today? Oh, Dominican. Mm, maybe this. I don't know. And I just like practice my yo's in the mirror. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, you have a hat, kind of like a, a cowboy type hat or something like that. Mm. Yeah. But I thought you were doing the Indi- cowgirl, maybe. cowgirl. I thought you were doing the Indiana Jones yo because you, it kind of looks like any. And I thought you were going yo 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 yo
at Soho House. And thank you to everyone at Somos. Honestly, they're like entrusting us with carrying out their message of health in the Latino community. And we certainly bring a layer of comedy that you would think is atypical to like, you know, marketing of a brand, a non-for-profit. But it's working so well. We're just lining people up with the doctors that they need. So go to the Somos app, download it. MeSomos.com is the website. Check out all the comedy that Room 28 produced for Somos. El Profeta de la Salud is is becoming a celebrity. Mm. Um, And I don't know, Jamie. And and a lot of individuals. Very young fan base, yeah. Yeah. Very young. (laughs) Like the kids who steal their parents' phones and like at the apps. Uh, well, they're flying him around the country, Somos. And shout out to Henry Munoz the third at Somos. We love you so much. Thank you for supporting our comedy because he's a trailblazer. He's a visionary. And when you get fans of your brand, like this little brand that we've been babying and building for two years now, and someone believes in it, it actually makes me like really emotional. I don't mm. know about you guys. Cry. It's cry. better ratings. Should I cry? Yes. Why? Every time I cry, we get more ratings. You get at yes. least another thousand downloads. I, I just like I want to say thank you to Henry because Henry really like believes in us and for everyone else that believes in us thank you for believing in us because I believe wow. in you too I believe in you too okay. <laughs> that was you wow. after every joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah no look I mean the crowd was cool the crowd the crowd was cool I get they were like really comfortable seats so they were kind of really just chill and shit yo they were in like freaking craftmatic beds yeah, like no, they that were shit the had like a massage beautiful. you know setting and Shit. That place was on some other stuff, man. The Soho House. <laughs> the candy yeah. cart? Whoa. Yeah. What what a great position to be in as the host of this event, right next to the candy cart. Where yeah. is this place? You guys have been hiding the location. Where was it? It's a secret society. Okay. Only grant is trust. That you can find on Google. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Memphis Bleak Lyric. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, so congrats to us, the hosts, yeah. and to Somos for supporting us. Thank you so much. And don't forget, download the app, misomos.com. Check it out. And the free concert's coming up too, the so free check concert, that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we'll have like an advertisement for that later. Ooh. Oh, okay. That may be a good segue to it right now. Okay, right. here we go. Yeah. Insert what? ad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we might actually do it later. We're not going to answer that. Uh, and shout out to Somos also because this, like, on Thursday, they called me up and were like, yo, can you fly to New Orleans? New Orleans. Say wow. what? Like tomorrow morning, right? That's now, why you have beads on? What happened? You have beads. That's why Did I was. Did you show your boobs? I was. That's why I was shirtless. <laughs> Harry like, coconut boobs. When you saw me on Thursday, that's why I was shirtless. I was <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you were like, why are you in the subway all shirtless and shit? Um, so I went to Nolens. Nolens. And you know I wanted it. Yo, once I was there, I was like, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get like official Southern cuisine, right? Oh, so I went to Popeyes, um, <laughs> and I got that chicken sandwich that's from Orleans, the official. Choice. <laughs> oh my god! No, the beignets too. You know the beignets. Did you go to Cafe Dumont? I did. And what'd you get? I got the beignets. The... And the coffee? I don't drink coffee, so I got hot chocolate. Gumbo? I got hot chocolate. How about gumbo? I didn't get gumbo. I'm gumbo? not a gumbo person. Oh. I'm not a gumbo person. Uh, but it was a, a great experience. Interesting. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, you, I had to. You should have told some of the listeners that you were going to be there. We have listeners in New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, it was so quick. I was li- literally got off the plane That's true. and just came back. You're not like Frank. You would have called them first and like, <laughs> yeah. yo, I'm, I'm yeah. in New Orleans, yo. I'm in Pick front of your door. Do you want to do the podcast with me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Shout out to Sarah, right? You probably have a Sarah in New Orleans, right? How you know, man? Yeah, come on, man. Yo, I got, we got a listener in New Orleans that I want to shout out. I know little Wayne is from New Orleans, so okay. Mm, okay. I guess, you know, you could be like... Yes, sir. Uh, something like that. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. um, you really... Uh, Getting comfortable when you're you in a position. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's from Atlanta. That little, uh, this guy's, uh, what do you call it? Little John? Little John. Yeah. How many littles are there? There's a lot of littles. A lot of littles. A lot of littles. Little Wayne, Little, little, little John. Lil Zane? Lil Is that a real thing? Lil Zane? Did they make that up? I don't know. There's a reggaeton artist called Little Bing Bing. What? Just come out with a new song. Lil Bing Bing. Lil Boom Boom. Little Bow Wow, they don't. He doesn't. He took the. He took off the little. He just wow. He, he was like, "Yo, no more little for me." So, he says, "Wow, one less little yeah. in the world." Um, so did yeah. you have fun? Yeah, I mean, it was a quick, you know, thing. And um, um, shout out to to Henry. You know, he. I I had to sit in on a panel discussion in a college. In a college. And I had to pretend I was a college student. Oof. What? Uh, wow. Uh, Wow. Are you yeah. serious? Talk about the casting they did. Later. Yeah, because I had to. They wanted me to add in like a funny. They wanted Excuse me, me, Mr. Fernandez. I think you're a little lost here. Are the janitor area is over there. Okay, the parents are supposed to stay downstairs. Uh, yo. And so I had to be like the funny like student. Like they wanted me to ask funny questions. That's but so it, weird. it was oh it was so you had more healthy <laughs> questions or <what> was it? <laughs> no, no. This was about the college. This was even about like healthy oh, stuff. Shit. It was like, you know, and then so I had to pretend that I was someone else. I was like, yeah, I'm Jamie. You know, I wow. said my name, I'm Jamie. But then I was like, I'm I was people were asking their majors, and I was like, I'm yeah. undecided, <laughs> but I'm a part-time DJ who who mostly does kids' parties. That was my thing. <laughs> wow. And people were looking shit. at me like, what the fuck is up with this this guy that I've never seen? Seen before in the university. <laughs> first time on campus. <laughs> yeah, the first time on campus. <laughs> so I think I alienated all the students. So they 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 flew me out there to alienate students from. Um, uh, damn, I forgot. Can you say college, the name man. of the college? Yeah, yeah, I can say the name of the college. Um, Merma. Um, Loyola. <laughs> Loyola. 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 Okay. The Loyola, New Orleans. Okay. So, and that was, it was a nice campus. Wait, it's the New, uh, Loyola, Loyola, the New Orleans? The New Orleans, because there's a Loyola, Mary, there's a Loyola. Loyola. Mary, Loyola. 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 Loyola de Santo Domingo, New Orleans. I love what you do for me, Loyola. So that was, that was that. Well, congrats to you for just killing it and doing it for the kids. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to join you in doing it for the community. I'm going to shout out something I'm doing. It is all about the community. Honestly, and I'm not even saying this to like toot my own horn, but (sighs) beep beep. But no, uh, I'm really saying it because you don't know how, if you're not giving back to the community in some way, shape or form, you're really missing out on a great deal of fulfillment. You know what I'm saying? And and you could do it in like the smallest of forms if you don't have a lot of time or in the largest of forms if you do have time. So, and, and if you want some advice, hit us up at We Are Latinos Out Loud on the Instagram and I will give you advice on how you can pay it forward. So part of the ways that I'm paying it forward is, and this is serious, I'm not even going to, I'm going to try not to joke because I can't broach this topic with comedy. This mm. is another mm. oh, Well, boy. it may come out. I don't know. Who, mm. the, who the hell knows these days? Can't wait. Um, oh, Frank is on the edge of the seat. Can't wait. Well, surprise. He's like amping it up. Yeah, okay. Uh, great. I'm not trying to amp it up, <laughs> and I don't want to disappoint. Don't disappoint us, Rachel. Oh, forget it. I'm not even going to no, talk no, about come it. On, That's come it. On, Never please, mind. Please. No. No, Rachel, please. Please. 
Fine. For the community. All right, for the community. So I was asked to join this like board of directors for the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, specifically because they're conducting a new research study for those that have suffered and can shed light on postpartum anxiety, which is something that I suffered from after my first pregnancy with Donovan. So it's something that I cannot wait to talk about. And it's something that I wanted to shout out on this podcast because, and, and this is for the ladies and the men out there that have been through this or postpartum depression, two separate things. Sadly, there's not a lot of research that exists on it. So I'm so happy to support this kind of study that will just raise awareness and share the details that maybe some women are afraid to talk about, but they need to be talked about because then how else are the doctors going to help us and the insurance companies? How are they going to cover the treatment that's needed? Maybe there's ways that they can determine early on if you're more prone or susceptible to these ailments that affect women after uh, giving birth. So I'm really happy and I will keep you guys posted on the findings. There's this big national meeting in like DC I'm so excited about to just network and you know meet these other women involved. So shout out to ACOG, the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology. Mm-hmm. And to everyone out there, do not suffer alone. Do not. You don't have to live on this island of postpartum anything alone. Wow. Wow. Choosh. Sorry to get a little serious on the dial. Let's, uh, I don't know how to turn it back up. You want me to tell a knock-knock joke? Nah. Well, on do? that note, it's time for the Pachincha Bites. Great. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Pachincha Bites. I've been waiting all day. What's going on? There, how's everybody doing? Uh, you know, I'm from New Orleans, so I got a little southern action now. All right, all right, all right. That's racist. That's racist. Well, I'm doing Matthew McConaughey. How's that racist? <laughs> Guys, yeah. first bite. Um, a congressman from California appeared to fart on live television what? on Monday night. Um, <laughs> Eric, Sw- Eric Swalwell. Frank always farts during the podcast. So he can relate. No, well, yeah. let's go that way because I don't smell anything. Nah. That's why you were in that hat. Keep it going. No, Eric- not even. I would, you know, I would put him on blast. <clears throat> no doubt. Eric Swalwell was was mid-sentence on, on MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews when it sounded like something wanted to butt into the conversation. No, you didn't. Oh, um, Jamie! Jamie! Healthy well, jokes. As LeVar Burton once said, you don't have to take my word for it. Check this out. The evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from... Damn. Wait, I didn't hear it. Can you play it again? You really want to hear it? Yeah, again? yeah, I'm going to hear that again. Hold All on. right, guys, now you know where the fart's coming from. Listen very, very hard. Okay. The right. evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> yeah. And the complaint that I've heard from... Frank, as a fart expert, what do you think? Will you rank that he from one a, to ten? He had a big shit stain after that shit. That was a major shit stain. Yeah. That shit trended. It was... It was Hashtag Fartgate <laughs> took over. <laughs> so, I mean, this congressman went from passing bills to passing gas. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, like, like. So, wait, but hold up. Or, we don't even know if he did because he texted a BuzzFeed reporter saying that it wasn't him. 
He's like, and he was like, Frank, is it Frank Spiracy? Yeah, yeah, Mark Spiracy here. Fart Spiracy. I'm about to check up on Fart Spiracy news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we just do a weekly Fart Spiracy news? Wow. Gross. It wouldn't be, look, this wouldn't be the first time a politician lied about something, right? If mm. he's really, but I mean, um, a lot of Twitter users thought he was full of hot air, right? Because, oh, come on, um, Jamie. Because he, how, more you, how many more do you have? You have a few more. At right? least like three took, or four more. Check it. He took a pause, right? And I don't know if you heard, yeah. but in, in, it's, more, it's more apparent when you see the clip. He takes a little pause after the fart mm-hmm. was heard. Um, and he just, then he just keeps going. But I feel like if you fart and it's not you, like right. you have to laugh, right? Right. That's an immediate like giggle. Of right. course. But if it's you, if you, if you're the one who farted and you're talking, you try to play it off. Oh yeah. I feel like that's oh, what he damn. did. He stayed stone faced, so he hoped nobody would notice. But exactly. it probably was a mic near his ass. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> everything's amplified. Yeah. Right? My mom does that sometimes. It's yeah, a these... mic near her ass. <laughs> yeah. No, she... <laughs> She blows one and then she goes, me pasó un gase. You know? Wow. Yeah, wow. You know. So she takes credit. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah. the conspiracy gets even more. MSNBC said that the sound was of a mug scraping across the God desk. Damn. What Unless that cup was filled with fart, I don't think, like, what? it makes it's a sound. A rubber mug? Come on. Come on. I would have just blamed someone off camera. Like, I would have been like, yo, the light, it was a light guy who lit that up. You know, it's so funny because this is going on because Mike Francesa, he, t- two, three weeks ago, also farted in his, uh, his radio show. Yeah. And that yeah. went viral too. So well, it's when like you a new reach thing. a certain age, I think you can't yeah. control the farts. Frank, how do you hold it? Unless you put me like, for an hour and a half. It's getting harder and harder, but yeah, I'm doing right? a good job. Yeah, yeah. I'm still holding up. <laughs> Frank has ha- hand signals when he's about to fart. Like, yo, guys. Frank, would you let me know I'm right next to you? Would you yeah, let me know? I, def- I do. Right, I mean, me no, you know what? what we, if that happened, yeah, it would happen. It would be funny, but then we'd be like, yo, Tibby, edit that shit out. <laughs> the whole fart thing where I farted and everyone made fun of me for five minutes, edit that shit out. You'd have every right to say that, I think. Uh, yeah, no. All right. Um, Good. You're one for one. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, um, next bite. Uh, mm. Actually, um, Mike, you sent me this story. Oh. Airbnb, an Airbnb couple found hidden cameras in their bathroom and Ooh, bedroom. Wow. And they're, they're, it's a lawsuit now. They're, oh, they're, shit. they're suing. It's like, so Airbnb, more like Air Creep and E. <laughs> like creepy? No? Ooh, I, pushed like it. Let me, I pushed it there, but I still okay, went for it. Right? Another healthy joke. Right. Uh, I, I want to know really what he's like. I'm feeling sick <laughs> to my stomach. <laughs> I would expect that. I don't know. I would expect that. You would expect that, but yeah. I mean, like, where are these? Are these like nanny cams? Or like, you know, are these the cameras like you hide in dolls? Right. You're like, yo, why is that teddy bear directly facing the bed, yo? Why is his eyes moving? Why the eyes moving? Why does it have a note that says not a hidden camera attached to it, yo? <laughs> um, the article also said that they found specifically three hidden cameras, one in the ceiling of the bedroom and two hidden in small holes in the bathroom. Wow. wow. Perfect places. Perfect. If there were cameras in my Airbnb, they'd be watching the tape like, damn, this dude's been looking at his phone on the toilet for an hour straight. <laughs> Does he write his scripts yeah. on, his <laughs> on his phone? Oh, shit. Wait, he's going to the bedroom. <laughs> Damn, this dude's looking at his phone on the bed for an hour straight. This shit, that's all he does. That's all. This shit ain't showing anything. Have you guys ever been in an Airbnb where you kind of were like, yo, this shit feels a little... Yeah, yeah. Rachel, when we went uh, two years ago for the Loud Festival, yes, I swear to God that Airbnb had a camera. 
that in that Airbnb huge, was yeah. It was creepy. It was, it was very creepy. technological. There were just like <laughs> machines everywhere. Mm. The the Roomba came out of nowhere. Is cleaning up shit. I'm like, oh, to us. oh, that'd be a good camera. The Roomba. Yeah, because it goes sure. everywhere, right? Wow. Yes. That's creepy. Looking up people's skirts and shit. So hi Roomba, why are you visiting me in the shower? <laughs> like this is so. Who programmed you to do this? I don't know. Nah, it it, it definitely. <laughs> it, it, I it had it. a big teddy bear in the living room. That, oh, yeah. it had a real teddy bear. A See, huge it was one. Like five like feet li- tall. No, I'm like life size. I think Mike was wrestling with it. <laughs> Wait, was it like like a were they a real bear where they hunted it? And it's just like, I feel like there was probably a human being in it. It recording. Was the owner. Yeah, it was the owner. The owner. I, I was mean, like, wait a minute, how did that teddy bear move on its own? You can sleep mad comfortable among plush. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to lay down, just sleep standing I'm up. Surp- a giant I'm just teddy surprised bear. more Airbnbs don't have. I mean, bathroom obviously and bedroom is private, but why not? Like, I mean, yeah, look, illegal? I mean, it's your house, right? You kind of can't right, trust right everybody. To. Would you have? A, I wouldn't cameras? trust us. What? Would I have a camera? Yeah. Would you have cameras? Uh, yeah, but not in like the the not in the, the personal places. I yeah. feel. I would feel dirty, but like I would have it, you know, like on the in the fridge, like in the ice machine area. Because yeah. <laughs> I want to oh. see what they're fucking taking <laughs> what out. They're you know what I mean? I'll probably have some stuff in there that I don't want them to eat. gonna get crushed or cubed. <laughs> oh, crushed? Okay, motherfucker. I see. Yeah. Yeah, you, I, or I have one near my diary. I'm like, you better not be reading through my diary, motherfucker. Wait, you have a diary? That shit is personal, son. Diary, like a physical hand. Like- <laughs> Damn, dude, what are you, 12? <laughs> So that makes you think uh, when you go with your partner. It's a, it's when you go with your partner to an Airbnb, that makes you think now. You know, when you go in the bedroom and you get busy. Well, I, you know, but it kind of makes, doesn't that make it a little more exciting? It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> we got an audience, yo. Right. Let's make this shit count. Oh, yo, Frank's a pay. Oh, so yo, all Frank does is fart yeah. in his room in an Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> and goes on. He farts under the covers and smells his farts. Wow! Are uh, you in a Dutch oven and, on camera? Sure. I cannot partake in this conversation. Uh, I don't. I can't. Are you guilty yes. of that? No, you look like I a Dutch I, oven operator. I just don't fart, honestly. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm a lady. I please. Honestly, I can't even talk about guys. This. Last bite, and there's a quick one. Right. Okay. Um. So there's this guy who's suing uh, Burger King. Oh man! Oh wow! For false and misleading business practices, um, in the sale of its meatless burgers. Ooh. He's a vegan, and he um he got pissed off that his Impossible Patty, uh, which is a meatless <laughs> sounds burger. like a girl that he dated I know, in high I school. Dated uh, <laughs> impossible Patty, now nah, you ain't gonna fuck with. Well. So they got mad that you it's being prepared. Well. It's being prepared next to the meat options. Wow, okay. Because so like Burger King, he expects the Burger King employees to be really on their job. You know, right. on the you know like Making yo five fifty an hour. Five fifty an hour. You wow, want them to now. like now because <laughs> Frank's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's impossible for them to do some shit like that. But these impossible burgers. This guy says he's on a strict vegan diet. I, I eat meat and I don't go to Burger King because I know that shit is not is not you know conducive to any diet. I think uh, that's just you know dog dog meat. Ew, you it's think it's dog? dog? I think it's dog meat. Jamie, what do you think it is? Uh, the meat. I think it's. Really I think dog it's meat. Uh, horse and dog meat. Bear meat. Bear, bear meat. How many horses? We've been talking about bears. Bear. You know what they say that it's impossible. It's physically impossible for us just to have burgers off of cow meat. That there's actually horse meat in the actual like Wendy's and McDonald's and so on and so forth. Mm. Honestly, there goes our sponsorships. But now there's all these meatless options. They got the Impossible Burger. They got like the Bed Bath and Beyond Burger. Right. What's that? The Beyond Burger. They just call it the Beyond Burger. They, uh, you know, they still got like veggie burgers and shit. Like, but. I'm like, why? What's? Why are we anti-meat? Like, you can't have a hamburger without meat, right? No, am I wrong? Mm, yeah, I mean, whatever. Well, I don't know. 
know. I don't know. We got to save the animals, supposedly, you know? I mean, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> uh, Jamie, yeah. don't get the vegans pissed. Don't. I don't yeah, want to get yeah. the vegans pissed, especially during Thanksgiving. Right. Especially during Thanksgiving, right? Right. Because, but I know, like, all these vegans during Thanksgiving. They're going to have, like, an imp- the impossible pernil. <laughs> no, these vegans during Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> Paco made a joke. I know, he made a joke. Timmy, um, can you edit that? Yay, like, I don't do jokes. I just don't take breaks right after them. Yo, I know, and real quick, just to end it up, I know that these vegans during Thanksgiving are, are fantasizing about turkeys. <laughs> like, you know, like, in their head, they're thinking, like, the turkey's just, like, pouring gravy all over that turkey body mm. and shit. Wow. They're like, yo, I want you to put that stuffing in me, boy. And it's like, hey, every time about? it gobble gobbles, it's like, it gets them, like, real excited and God shit. damn. I, is it Fatima just, a vegan? Is this, are you Jamie, talking about Fatima? You're like a freaking horncopia. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Like this. Nobody horncopia. Horncopia. Like horny. Yeah. Fatima's gonna be like, oh my god, Jamie, why did you talk about me like that? She's not a vegan. She doesn't eat um gluten. Oh, right. that's a whole nother thing. You know what? Listen, yeah, yeah. but anyways, I, just to end it off, uh, happy Thanksgiving. I think that's the moral of the story of is this. It? I don't know. Okay. I didn't know how to end it. That's the bites, y'all. Yeah. And now it's time for a little message for the Somos. All right, you guys. Last week, we told you about the Numi Somos app that gives people health-focused lifestyle content to help them live their best life. And we also gave you info about the free concert Mi Somos is sponsoring this weekend. Now, returning to the podcast to tell us more info is El Profeta de la Salud. Hola, mi gente. How can I help you? That's your favorite line. Welcome back, Profeta. You currently have a web series on the Misomos app, and last time you were here, you predicted Bago's health future. I also convinced your janitor to do a full body detox. He needed to stop cleaning the building and start cleaning out his system. Rachel was just jealous that you gave me a future health reading and not her. Okay, I never said that. Now, I usually charge a very high upfront fee for my prediction services. But for you, I'll make an exception. You can just pay me a monthly installment. Pay you in monthly what? Shh. Did you hear that? It sounds like my Cristobola. He brought the ball back. I need some space on the table for this thing. Do you mind if I just uh, move some of your equipment? Um, uh, Profeta, that's very expensive studio equipment you're throwing on the floor, Profeta. Uh, Ooh, sorry, you guys. I have a little cold. Have you seen your primary doctor? No, but I did buy some cough medicine from the 99 cent store on the way over here. Yes, I know the bottle spells out C-O-F-F, but I think it should work. If we only had a way to look into the future to see. Oh, wait, we do. Oh, my God. Is that me? I look horrible. I'm sweating and coughing and watching a Hallmark Christmas movie marathon. Your little cough was really the beginning of bronchitis, which you would have known if you went to the doctor and not the 99 cent store. What day in the future is this, Profeta? It is Saturday, November 23rd, 5 p.m., the same day as the Mi Salud and Mis Manos Festival, a concert sponsored by Mi Somos at the Armory in 168th Street, New York City, with performances by Jay Alvarez, Mozart La Para, El Secreto, and more. That was so organic. I cannot miss that concert. How do I get tickets? When you download the Mi Somos app, you can get your ticket on the Nueva York Festival feature, or you can also text Mi Musica to 555-888, or you can also visit a Somos doctor by going to somosnyhealth.org to find your nearest physician and get the tickets from them. Wow, okay, Profeta. I will get a checkup. And then I'm getting down at the Mi Saluda Mis Manos Festival. Hey, Profeta, you want to all go together to the concert? 
Sorry, I'm in the VIP section. Very important predictor. All right, well, I guess I'll we'll see be. you around. Eh, probably not. Okay, bye-bye. Wait, Profeta. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibbs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibbs. Hello, folks. Hey, Frank. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi, Frank. Hi, Frank. Frank. How are you? Good to see like you, Frank. That was like an Likewise. eight. That was like an eight. That was like an eight? Yeah. I got to do better. I thought it was a, uh, like a 9.3. Wow, thanks, Rachel. 9.3. That's a good score. The point yeah. system is, is accurate. Guys. I love a Dewey Decimal Guys. Code. I got a good one for you guys today. Let's go! I've been right. thinking about this one. I, I have. I, I didn't want to drop it because you know I, I I like the movie so much and Uh-oh. it kind of hurt hurt me inside. But um, today we're going to talk about the Titanic and the rise of the Federal Reserve. Oh shit! Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Did you just see Titanic for the first time last week? I've seen it like at least twenty times. Okay, I'll never when let it first go. came out. I'll that never was, let go, Frank. That was my that was my go to movie with the chicks. Man, they will always cry at Jack? the end. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Whole movie. You couldn't lose. Check. You felt like the king of the world. Yeah, you back go. then. Yep. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> no, guys, this is serious. This is oh. like they supposedly. This supposedly. Yeah. Like the Titanic was like put down on purpose. We can sound like an so animal. I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna give you like some like some fun facts about the Titanic. All right, and then you guys come to a conclusion. All okay, right. Okay, I like this game. All right. Number one, J.P. Morgan funded and built the Titanic. All right. Yeah, they had an ATM on the actual. Yep. Oh, they, that's convenient. Number two, JP Morgan was supposed to be on the Titanic and he canceled at the last minute when Mr. he was. Mr. JP Morgan yes, himself. Yes, JP Morgan, okay? He had a friend by the name of Milton Hershey, which went on to build the Hershey, Hershey. Empire. Yo, that was like his, ah, yo I like that, dude. Now, they were boys. Chocolate. Eight, yep. I heard he's really sweet. I heard he's really nuts. And he. <laughs> we're on the same one page. One more, one more, guys. Let's page. complete the cipher. Let's go. One all right. More. And he, <laughs> and he canceled. He canceled at the last minute. All right. They were only. I don't know. They were. Listen, guys. This text message. Wait, was he chalk? Was he chocolate? <laughs> well, I don't know. Sometimes guys. I heard he can get dark. So. Oh boy. Guys, there was there were no red flares on the ship, all right? It's special. There was no red flares, and red flares actually say, signal danger, right? They only had white flares, which signal party time. What? So that's why I didn't none know of the not, So when it was sinking, they just shot yeah, out the white party. Flares. We're right. sinking. And the other boats thought it was. Bop, bop, bop. They thought it was. That's what they use in Dykeman, the white flares for parties. And shit. <laughs> They were now, just that Roman was the original candles. white party. That they were the Roman candles. Yeah. Now, guys, this is weird. Okay. All right. All fourteen years. Fourteen years before, in 1898, there was a guy uh-huh. by the name of Morgan Robertson that wrote a book titled "The Wreck of a Titan." Hmm. Okay. And in the book, there, it's about a ship traveling in the North Atlantic, and it hits an iceberg, and it and, and it sinks because there wasn't enough life for boats. Oh my And there wasn't God. enough not life boats on the Titanic. Isn't it kind of weird, guys? Were the violin players also in the book? Yes. <gasps> the, the band was there. They went down too. Yeah. This is real. Oh, now, this is, where, this is where it gets really weird, guys. They were on this ship with some of the most wealthiest men at that time. Yeah. Mm. And there was three gentlemen that opposed the Federal Reserve, okay? And opposed if these guys this. passed away, the Federal Reserve would be passed. And those gentlemen were by the name of Benjamin Guggenheim, Guggenheim mm. Museum. Oh, the museum. El Museo. All right. Jacob Astor, you know, Astor Place. You know. Oh, the the barbershop? The barber? <laughs> Not the bar. Come on. You know, the, you know. Astor. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the area. And yo, Rachel, this, yeah, I, think that, I, I think I found one of your relatives. There's a guy by the name of Issa Strauss. Oh, yeah. Was, like, oh, great deal. Yeah, From, this guy was loaded. 
He was oh, one of the most oh, noted no, that, guys. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. and these three not guys. Us. The money went with the ship, We right? are the poor Strausses of Brooklyn, <laughs> not the. And these three one. guys, if they if they would have passed away, uh, J.P. Morgan would have had the upper hand and he would have passed the uh, Federal Reserve Act of, uh, of 1913, which was passed after the after the Titanic. One year later, by the way, guys. Is this a coincidence? Wait, so th- those I guys think passed? Not. Those after guys the Titanic, pass? after so wait, the Titanic, they passed, so they didn't pass, or did they pass? They so passed they away pass. on the Titanic. Oh, so they and, died on the Titanic, right? They and did. these guys were most most famous, most most wealthiest men at these times. And I them, thought the wealthy guys were like pushing women and children away, like in the movie. In the movie, well, the guy, yeah, remember Billy that guy? Zane, what a dick! Yo, he was yeah. like, yo, peace. I'm I'm getting this boat. I don't care. A lot of them went down. He was hot, right? I didn't hate him that much. But this, what this got, what this did, guys, this got us under this Federal Reserve, okay? And this is, uh, I, I mean, I mentioned it to you three guys. This is not a country. This is a corporation we live in, by the way, guys. Damn. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. So J.P. Morgan yes. made the boat. So he can lure the the millionaires or billionaires so they can sink. My, wow, yo! My wow. But where does Celine Dion? Where does Celine Dion come in? She's not in it. Okay. They asked what? her to write a song about it, <laughs> yeah. and that's how it went. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you what Woodrow Wilson said in 1913. Who? Woodrow Wilson. He was, was, he, was he Dominican? No. Was, okay. Woodrow. 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 He said. He said, "I am most unhappy, man." I unwittingly ruined my country. A great institutional nation is controlled by its system of credit. Okay? So he knew what he got into. Now, I'm going to leave you guys with this real quick. Mm. The United States is a corporation, right? Okay. It's a corporation. Why do we have a president and not a queen or a king? Only companies have presidents. Oh, boy. Thank you very much, folks. Drop mic. And yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, in another one, we'll go into how we're all... Uh, oh, don't tease us. Don't okay, tease I guess I'm... No, can- tease us. I tease guess, us. I guess I'm canceling my Carnival Cruise trip. No, nah, we're... we're, we're <laughs> all, all our birth certificates are really bonds. We're really straw men. And we'll go into that in another time, and we'll explain that, how we're really just bonds, and we're just really batteries being Change used by previewing a future one. Yeah, That's wow. Like, wow. Thank is this you. because your listeners are telling you to, to preview, or is this just... On the next. Nah, this, I mean, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot connected to this, but this uh, federal act of 1913 was really huge into putting us into debt. Like, all you guys paying student loans, all these taxes that we... Before 1913, everyone put all of their money in their pocket, 100% of it in their pocket. Afterwards, it changed. So the tax system, the credit system... You guys paying for college is all connected to this. Thanks. Right here. Look, I really want to know for the Titanic though. It was um, Kate Winslet. Could she have uh, had DiCaprio get on that board with her on that wooden thing? Is there a conspiracy for that? Is there Come a conspiracy on. for that? Because he was skinny. I feel like he could have gotten like he could have gotten top it of her, and they would have just been like on and off. You know, like Rose get a few hours, he gets a few hours. Instead, she was like, "Check." She took a you nap. Okay? She yeah. took a nap and she woke up and it was like, "Oh shit, you're I frozen!" I, she oh wow. And he's like literally down there chilling. Nah. I thought about it the whole time I was Selfish, going Rose. over this. So. I thought about that scene, by the way, guys. Oh, thank JP you. Morgan. I blame JP Morgan. Yeah. Thank you very much, folks. All right, Frank. Wow, Frank. All right, you guys. It's that part of the show where we interview somebody amazing. Amazing, amazing is an understatement. We've known each other. You've seen her on La Reina de la Cancion. Woo! Ladies woo! and gentlemen, Melaner Quiroz. Hello, hello, hello. In the building. <laughs> building. We here, we here. Coño, mija. <laughs> this is this is such a nice reunion. Yes, You're thank you guys for having me. You're hot off of this. Like, what a show. What a show. What a performance by you. 
Thank you. Let's keep the applause going. And that was going. your first I'm time sorry. hearing me, right? I, I need to keep clapping for you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see her sing? Did you guys, you have to see her sing. That's why they call you the Afro-Latina con flow. Yes. Right? And right? actually Sergio George gave me that name. So it's a, oh. It's a, oh, snap. Yeah, he called me the, the, actually he called me the Dominican Queen of Soul. Nice. Wow. And that made, that sparked up the little Afro-Latina kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because I am an Afro-Latina and I'm happy to be one. Mm. So I, I ran with it. That is so dope. So tell us, walk us through how this came about. Yeah, so it was crazy for me because I've kind of been out of doing the whole music thing for a little bit because I was working as like an executive assistant and I took the kind of whole nine to five role and I and I was doing wedding bands on the weekend. I was singing at weddings. Not wedding, like bands, like rings. Like yeah, a yeah. banda. <laughs> like a banda, yeah. Like musica. I was singing at weddings on the weekends and I thought, you know, I kind of settled into that life and then it came to a point where I got just so fed up with the whole working at a desk mm. and kind of wasting the talent that God gave me. Yeah. And I saw this casting for the show and I was like, oh, should I go? I don't know. These shows are all like like the same. But I got up. I was like, I'm going to go because you never know what's going to happen. Never know. And that never know got me to the top nine. <laughs> Nine. I was telling Mel before, like something in common that we have is we've all been eliminated from a network television right. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what nine. they say: we sometimes like, winning yeah. is not the best prize. That's what everybody you know? says. Exactly. Advice. I feel that completely. Yeah. Well, can you elaborate a little bit on that for like the listeners? What does that mean to you? Mm. So to me, it means you know, just being on that show and be and getting that exposure was already me winning I didn't have to win number one just getting there knowing that I had never done something like that before and they were able to see the talent in me and see you know how 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 much I had to give and for me to make it that far man I'm just like give me the corona <laughs> you have one on your head I don't yes. know if you see it or not I see it oh thank you your performance was like literally bone chilling hair raising your voice is really beautiful and it's gonna be all over the world pretty soon Yes, um, so get to know Mel Quiroz. Um, Melaner. Melaner. Oh, is that? Okay, give us the exact pronunciation. Melaner, which is my real name, but I'm keeping it because it's so unique and there, right. there's no more like it. So in a, doing a show like that, and I, I watch a lot of singing competition shows. <laughs> oh, I was in on know. American Idol from back in the day. You were like mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson days. <laughs> you were in day one? He was a ride or die, ride or die. I don't really watch it now, but back in the day, uh, you, the, voice, the, competitions? the Voice, yeah, um, the Apollo, when they used to do those singing things. Oh, right, so, yeah. Like at one in the morning. Anyway, but it looks like, what I see in a lot of those things, it looks like there's not really a, time, a lot of time to prepare. Yeah. Where it's like, you're kind of like, all right, you have, you have to kind of perform, you know, right. now. And then you'll have another performance next week with another challenge. Like, yeah. So how was that? Was Did you have to deal with that kind of speed of, of doing Of course. Yeah. So usually, you know, when you're learning music, you have your own kind of timeline because, you know, you as an artist, you know what you can and can't do. But when you're on these shows, you, you have so little amount of time. And it's not just singing, right? It's not just me learning the song. I got to learn choreography. I got to learn like, oh, I got to look at cameras, right? I got to interact with the audience. I got to look at the judges. So it was so much multitasking that even me as a performer who performs all the time in front of audiences, I would get nervous because it's not just me performing now. I have to sell so many other things. And it was a great learning experience for me because to not do that and get as far as I did, I think, you know, it was it was amazing. 
Was there anything and doing like the wedding singing? Did that like prepare you for anything as far as the aspect of doing the show? Yeah, totally. I mean, being on a stage in general, right? Because did you get any like special requests when you were doing the the show? Like when you were doing the wedding singer stuff? Like, um, like any like me to play this song or always? There? Yeah, they were always come with some weird stuff. And they, you know what? Recently, they were always coming like, "Can you sing?" Because they knew I was Hispanic. Can you sing Despacito? No, uh, like, no, <laughs> no. I like out of all the songs, that's the one the one you're asking me for. Like, like you don't even sing that song. <laughs> and before that, was it Suavemente? Suavemente, uh, gasolina, gasolina, definitely. Uh, hey, can you sing gasolina? <laughs> and those are like the only three they know. Feliz right? Navidad. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even know that's a Christmas song. They're like, it's just catchy. <laughs> I know all the lyrics too. <laughs> it's like mid July, at least not. No, but back to the preparing because I do know that you're right. you're saying that you had to like really get ready for each week. What was some of the stuff of being a wedding singer that, that prepped you? So for me, what was really easy was learning the music, right? Because I know so much music already, and I always have to force myself to, for these weddings to stay up to date with what's current and all that stuff. So learning the music was the easy part, but. Everything else came really hard for me because there were some amazing talented girls there that already were good at singing and dancing that had already been on other shows before. I think all of them had already been on other shows and I was the only one really that that, that was my first time. So it was my first experience. So I felt kind of even though I was prepared because I sing all the time, I still felt underprepared because I'm up against all these girls that have been doing this for a minute. But look at you, top nine. Yes, girl. Look right. at you, Weedy yes, Box. Girl. Look That's at right. you. <laughs> how, how did you feel like getting judged? Because when we did the show, it's a weird experience. It's like, yeah. you, like you you put yeah. yourself out there and then you like these people are giving like, you know, they're looking at every aspect of your performance. Yes, right. They're not just yeah. like, yo, it was funny. It's like, it was funny, but, but yeah, yeah, your zipper was open. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No, but I mean, you know, like, so how did you take that? Was it? <laughs> you still are hurtful about that note. Yeah. The zipper being down. <laughs> they edited it out of the final. Final broadcast, but yeah, that was a no. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but like, wait, was it really down? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Let's spread that rumor now. His zipper was open. Wait, maybe the drive rating streaming now. NBC, yeah. bring the funny to see whether or not Jamie's zipper was open. Check out episode. Now two. I'm not, now I'm blushing like it actually happened, but yeah. it didn't happen. I just made, okay. But like, are you kind of yeah? You're kind of like thank you for the constructive criticism, but also like in the pit of your stomach, you're like damn, really? Like they're really going in like that? Like how did you feel when you were getting judged? Yeah, it's always rough, right, to hear somebody's critique of you because you're always your like your biggest advocate. You're always like your biggest fan. And to hear them say things that I necessarily in the moment didn't notice mm. and I didn't and I wouldn't agree with them in the moment I would get off stage and be like what yeah. like how could they say that but then like when you look back at yourself you notice things that you could could have done better mm. I, I felt like with me they were very harsh with me and I felt a little overprepared because I come from a school like Berkeley College of Music where I had the training and I had all this stuff but there were so many things that watching myself back I'm like, yeah, I I probably could have worked on that. Mm. I probably would have said it, wouldn't have said it to myself like that. But <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Just, so it's not always easy, but you kind of need it in order to become better. Right, you need that. Yeah, because if it brings that fire to kind of you, you get off stage, you're gonna be like, 
Nah, I'm gonna come with that fuego next time. It is it is all notches on the belt, yeah. right? And yes. we I think I looked at it personally, this whole NBC experience right. that we had with Bring the Funny. I look at it so different in hindsight. Um, and I see now it was so it still is very valuable. Mm -hmm. It's training, it's experience, right. it's, it's a plethora of things I'm not gonna get into, but just know that it's now behind you and now all you're gonna do is build from it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's only up <laughs> from here. Yes, yes. I, I need to know some juice though. Okay. Can we get some juice? Can we about go backstage? Life? Can we go backstage? Take us backstage. Take us wherever your dressing room, wherever it happened. But give me something juicy that happened on the show that uh, the average viewer would not have seen. Juicy. Okay. What can juicy, I say? Like juicy yeah. couture. Like juicy, juicy so, juice. I mean, so me and the girls, we would have to spend so much time together like 24 7 so um, the guys are already thinking by the way yeah know, no not I like that not operate. like that <laughs> come on Rachel you know how you give us operate. a little bit of credit alright no. I have a girlfriend mm -hmm. continue mm -hmm. so we would guess you know we the would, girls would get together <laughs> we would go into some little twerking contests backstage oh okay you know, we became really really, really really yeah <laughs> really good twerkers you know we had a lot of time on our hands <laughs> When we were rehearsing, wow. so we were getting to some hardcore twerking like twerk battles, off? you know, hardcore like, twerking like wow. get some contracciones musculares and shit from from like that. that? <laughs> Did you win one of them? I would, I would always <laughs> win because you know I'm very voluptuous. Yeah, so you know I would, I would always save it, save it for last. Get up in there, like, uh. do my little pop pop, done. Like, uh. oh. <laughs> we ain't got no judges for this shit. I'm about to twerk <laughs> my way to victory. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats. I hope you got some kind of recognition for that. For my twerking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on your resume. I wanted, I I wanted that department. That on the I next Reina de la Twerking. <laughs> that should totally be a real thing. Yeah. Yes. That would probably get a lot of people out for that. Right? Yeah. I'll I mean, watch it. I watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Um, I want to know, not about twerking. Uh, I want to know. <laughs> So when was the moment that you said, look, I have an amazing voice? Was it a relative? Was it some mm. schoolmate? Like, well, school. When was it when you were like, yo, I have something special? Yeah, so it's crazy because ever since I was little, I've always loved to sing. And when I got to high school is when I really realized, like, oh, I have this talent. But um, actually getting on the show, I had to pick a, uh, go through all my videos of when I was younger. Um, and I went back to videos when I was, like, four years old. And I was singing Selena, like, all the words of the song, like, in front of the camera and like which song which song late at night when all the world oh wow. she's here <clears throat> i stay up and think of you <laughs> so we i would sing them Keep all we're, we're collecting ourselves rachel here's um, a tissue here's a tissue no i can't <laughs> do you know that part of the movie like that's where she died and then it was a yeah. reflection of her and yeah i was watching it last night yo i know exactly what it is okay. yeah Continue. yeah so so i always had the talent but it was in high school that i really realized it and actually ever since i was little juan Luis Guerra has always been a huge inspiration for me Ula, eh. yep and um <laughs> I'm Dominican you guys and <laughs> yeah. mm. because of really because of how much he inspired me and how much my family would play him when I was younger I that's why I decided to go to Berkeley I wanted to follow in his footsteps and mm. he is such an amazing musician overall that I wanted to become the same thing and I'm becoming it wow. have you ever met him 
No, I ha- oh, I have, I have in passing. Yeah, eh? in passing, I went to the Billboard Latin Week in Vegas, and he was passing, and he was like, "Hi, how are you?" And I was like, "Hi, how are you?" <laughs> Do you want to collaborate with him one day? I would love to. I would love to. He reminds me so much of my dad, because all my childhood memories are like of me and my dad dancing to all his songs. So it would, I would be like so emotional for me to collaborate with him because it would be like a very special moment. What's like your Juan Luis Guerra y Cuatro Cuarenta jam? Ooh. Oh, that's a hard one. Like, what's your number one go-to? Everybody has a Juan Luis Guerra go-to, right? Am I the only one? You guys, anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's of your Juan Luis Guerra go-to? That one, that song you just. <laughs> <did>. <laughs> yeah. That's a great one. Yes, yes. I like his baladas. Oh, Jamie. I do the sound effects. Bachata and Fukuoka. I love what that. That used to be. That, that was my, my favorite jam. one when it came out. It's my, my jam. favorite one. I love wow, Frio, Frio. That was pretty good. Frio, yeah. Frio, Frio. We should do a Juan Luis Guerra podcast, you guys. That would be dope. I, would I mean, it. his hits are like nonstop. We could just dissect Analyze each one of them. Every song. You know what they say about burbujas de amor, right? They say that it's about eating the punani. Wait, what? what? That's the rumor. Damn. Y'all never heard like that rumor? When you listen you, to you it. held in that rumor for a while there. You, I guess you guys chest. never heard that. Think about yeah. the lyrics. What does he say? Quisiera ser un pez para tocar mi nariz en tu pecera. Oh, shit. Oh, you, you guys never oh. got that? <laughs> <laughs> On the next deep dive, the one who's get a song. Wow. Mojado en ti. Whoa. Yes. How do you follow up a question after that? So, what are some... Songs that people wouldn't expect you would really like, like enjoy. Like, are there any some song like country? like a karaoke song? Like, what do you what do you listen now on karaoke? Like, like, let me just do it. <laughs> like a song, they'll be like, "Oh my god, you really like that song?" Oh, "Last Dance" by Donna Summer is actually one of my most favorite songs. And I always, every time they made me sing a karaoke, I'm like, "Okay, put on Last Dance." Like, <laughs> tell me that's not like the wedding band last song for every yeah. wedding. Uh, Mel, uh, Melanette, it's uh, let's cut off the lights, yeah. cut off the music. All right, Donna Summertime, y'all. Yeah. You know, Jamie. Uh, one time I did it, he did a segment about the, about the the bochinche bites and about how like not the bochinche bites something else about how like real singers when they do karaoke how, we don't like, like to sing you know like that's well, not no, no, fair no, no, no. like not they fair. make other people like look bad. look bad right and that's why I don't like to do it when people are like oh go sing go sing and I'm like come on because I went to one, having fun. there was like fun. a Broadway actor that went to I was in a karaoke thing and this dude like busted out and we were all like yo that's the first song yo that's this dude sings really good <laughs> by the fifth song it was like yo come on Oh, man. <laughs> your boys, your right, boys ain't gonna crack once. Like, come on. <laughs> and I'm like a moderately decent, like, and you know, you're tipsy, probably. Right? I, like, I love karaoke, so I, I'm, I'm decent. But this dude just was blowing people out the water. I you're was like, a karaoke hater, yo. I'm like, I'm gonna go get sake, right? I like, I'm not gonna deal with this shit right now. <laughs> so you don't. So you don't. I avoid it. I don't like to do it because then it's like people are like, I actually sing, so it's like no fun, you know? Because people are like, oh, sing again, and I'm like, oh. would you cheat? Like, not be as, not hit the note like a ringer. Way. Not be bad. No, if I'm gonna do karaoke, uh, yeah. I'm gonna do karaoke. You know, I'm a sing. I'm not gonna half ass it, you know? Like, <laughs> Yo, she's holding back. I'm a Donna Summary up in yeah. there. You know Donna Summary. It's right. not really her. She's got more. Watch. So, where you at now, girl? Like, now that this experience is behind you and you are ready to build from it, what are you building? So, now that I've come back, you know, uh, after being on the show, I realized what the lack of how much 
lack of Afro Latinos there are in the music industry, especially in the Latin mm. music industry. You know, we don't see really mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. women that look like me. Even on the show, people would tell me like, "Oh, you were the only one that I could relate to because you look like me." You know, el Afro, you know, morenita, and all that stuff. So I'm really coming back full fledged, hitting the ground running. I'm working on music for 2020, nice. and I'm really making sure I keep my Latino vibes and my music because it's very important to me. Is my culture, and I really want to represent it and represent you know all the young girls out there that look like me that want to do this that they think they can't that is possible so beautiful and speaking of the young girls that we're talking to right now you know you left an office job that was like steady reliable income for a well-known company that has hired us before to perform for hispanic heritage month year after year (laughs) shout out to that big company with three letters in the name um I'm waiting for you to get more and more specific. No, I can't. It rhymes with, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I they and I share a liking of peacocks. So, oh wow! Um, wow. Okay. You can see okay. my bathroom; it's full of peacocks. Oh, wow. Anyway, is so that pe- another like Juan Luis Guerra lyric? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's yeah. about peacocks. The song. <laughs> so, give those girls some advice on like you know what that transition is like, and that they could do it too if they need to. Yeah, I think my my biggest advice that I've learned. Um, at this point in my life is when you have a talent, like don't settle for what the world teaches you that you should be doing, which is working a job. If you have a talent and you have a dream, like even if you got to struggle, struggle, but you're going to be happy struggling because you're you're fighting for what you love. Like I could say, like, I'm so grateful for that, that experience of working at that company and being an executive assistant. I learned a lot of things, but I also learned that is just not for me. It's not for me. And if I were to settle there, I would be 40 years old, 50 years old, and look back and be like, what if I would have tried mm-hmm. to follow my dream? More like 50, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> All right, 60, 70. Yeah, so biggest <laughs> advice is to reach high and keep reaching because you you could do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Melaner Quiroz. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. You You want me to sing something? Yeah, because we only got a little bit of of that Selena song. If you want to give us more, give us more. (laughs) Give me some more. All right, let's see what I can sing. Do you need to warm up? Do you need like a pitch uh, flute or something? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Uh, Mike, give me the key. Go ahead. Give her a key. Bing! (laughs) It's a Dominican key. (laughs) Bang! (laughs) Bang, bang! Okay, let me see. Okay. When I had you to myself, I didn't want you around. Those pretty faces always made you stand out in the crowd. Then someone picked you from the bunch. One glance was all it took. Oh, now it's much too late for me to take a second look. Oh, baby, give me one more chance. Won't you please let me back in your heart now? Wow. <laughs> wow. It's, it was beautiful. <laughs> and now it's time for the kid, okay? All right.
right, you guys, it's time for Que Lo Que, brought to you by Fuchila Air Fresheners. Have you gone to their website yet? You better go right now. F-U-C-H-I-L-A Fresheners.com. They got the Walter Mercado, rest in peace, air freshener. Hang him in your rearview mirror. He could still be a part of your life and smell your car very nice. Get it smelling good. Fuchila Air Fresheners, if you use code LOL20, you will get 20% off of your purchase. So Melaner Quiroz, Que Lo Que. Que Lo Que. Hi, everybody. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Melaner, M-E-L-A-N-E-R, just that. And on Facebook and everywhere else, I am Melaner Quiroz, my full name. And yeah, so I appreciate all, all the follows. I appreciate everybody who supports me. I'm here representing all the Afro-Latinas, all my Dominicanos. Woo! 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 Let's go. Doing big things Woo! and uh, wait for 2020. I got some music coming out. Yeah. yeah. All right. It is now time for a Keloke Quickie. This is very exciting. As I told you, this episode is going to be super Dominican. He is a super Dominican. He's doing super things. He's a senior animator, and his name is Hector Arias. Yes, Could I say it right? Arias? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like such a white girl saying I'm like, Arias! (laughs) (laughs) Come on and play! I don't know what that that's was. Not, that's not, it's usually, white is like Arias. Oh. Arias. Oh, oh, yeah, that's Arias. like a hipster couple. It's like, I want to name my son Arias. <laughs> I love that name. Oh my God, I love that name. Well, you are from Williamsburg, right? Yeah. So there is a little hipster in you. Come on, come yeah. on. 41 years. Wow, like original Willie B? Yeah. Yo, you got to talk. Straight from Brooklyn <sighs> Hospital. Yo, wow. like, can we just talk about that real quick before we get into your amazing career? Like, yo, you've been in it since day one. You have seen such a transition. Like, how do you feel as a day oneer? Cool. I mean, it's better than li- listen. I know people usually be like, "Fuck the hipsters," but it's better than being robbed on the corner. You know, what I mean? that's true. Yo, that's you true. can't, you that's can't true. argue. So that. it's like. The avocado on toast being 10 bucks is better than getting robbed for 20 bucks. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but if you think about it, the hipsters are robbing our culture. Um, oh, let me not even go there. No, I don't know. I'm just, I love hipsters. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm, cool, I'm cool with the hipsters and the beards and all that, the mustaches and all that shit. Yeah. Yo, okay. so Hector, let's let everybody know, what does a senior animator mean exactly? Like I said, I didn't give myself the title, so I don't oh. really know. I mean, I do, I do motion graphics and animations for... All the title features at Mass Appeal. So for the last, yeah, five years, everything from Fresh Dress to the Wu-Tang doc that was on Showtime, Rapture on Netflix. Um, There's a bunch in between, but those are... Talk to us. Like, yo, uh, what did you do for the Wu-Tang, for example? Like, I want to hear specifics about what was your job in that film? So when you watch the four-part documentary, the beginning, the intro to the show where shit moves and you're just yeah. like, oh, mm-hmm. that looks cool. It brings you into the mood. I'm the person who did that. And then throughout it, like, you'll see, you know, there's a part where, like, Meth Man's talking about he's in the shelter and he just starts moving in the interview. And next thing you know, you're, like, in the shelter and it keeps moving past the shelter and then it's a close-up of him. And and that that actually, like, and no bullshit, but, like, I, I saw, I only saw maybe, like, two, two of those episodes, but the, the thing that, that struck me was... That, that type of style, like, that was in there. It wasn't, like, a regular documentary. Like, it moved because it, because of that. Because of this man right here on yeah, the couch. It was moving, you know what I mean? So many stories in that documentary. And what you did really helps the pacing, 
like really well. So I thought I think that's awesome. Thanks, that's, thanks. That's no, because you know, like <clears throat> when you're watching stuff and you're not really paying attention subconsciously, what your work is what gives it that that feel of uh, being really official. Um, I saw all four episodes, Jamie. Uh, and I appreciate your, your no, work that you did. Yeah, I was being honest. So. Yeah, you should watch the other two. My Showtime free <laughs> preview like ended before I could finish. <laughs> I'll give you my my dad's password. All right, thank you. <laughs> so, wh- when did you start? Like, I mean, was it something that you from four years old, five years old wanted to do, or it's I've something al- that got? I've always drawn since mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Um, I spent a good decade teaching, like a teaching artist different nonprofits all around the city. And then my students kept being like, yo, what you going to be when you grow up? And I'm, you know, I'm like oh, 27. Snap. Oh, wow. I'm like, uh, I, think I'm, I think I'm doing it. So then I felt like I owed it to them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I got to like, I quit, quit that. It took like two, three years, you know, unemployment status. Mm-hmm. And then I just got a quick, I met somebody at a club. He managed producers. He was like, oh, I need a designer, I did something that took off and I started doing print. So I did a lot of covers. I did stuff, you know, for sneaker companies, ads. And then I got to a point where I was like, man, I did something with Shaq on it. I was just like, there's nothing more in advertisement that I, I felt like I hit that thing. So I was like, I'm going to teach myself animation. I didn't go to school for none of this. Wow. And then I was just like, all right. So I went online and started doing After Effects, like teaching myself it. Started doing these like quick little, uh, I guess comics. It was it was called What the Heck. Mm-hmm. So I started doing these little animations that you know they just made from the pop culture and all that. And from that, that got me fresh dress. I did one on Stevie B. Mm-hmm. And then Sasha saw it and he was just like, "Stevie B, the movie, the trailer. It's like a fake trailer for a movie." <laughs> you did that? Yeah. Oh my, yo, that that yo, that went around, bro, on the internet. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> he called me two hours after it dropped. He hit me up and was like, yo, call me right now. I was like, oh, he's going to ask me to take it down. Uh, so, like, <laughs> I called Stevie B, right? I'm like, boop, boop, boop. He's like, Hatta? Hatta? Is, is that your real name? That's some ghetto shit. I said, ghetto shit. And then he's like, I love that shit, yo. Yo, how you know all of that? And, you know, I just gather it off of Wikipedia. Right. Piecing it together. He's like, how you know all of that? And I'm just like, yo, man. So we spoke for like two hours. I was like rolling the whole time like he's like yo he's mad this funny. is jamie's very excited this is funny. stevie b the freestyle singer stevie b the freestyle singer. yo wow. i'm a freestyle head yo yo but wait wait wait, wait. let's go let's go what how did because that i've seen that video like five that video if you if listeners if you haven't seen it i think we should put the link because it was so we'll put it in the official. show notes yes how did that come to me like how did that happen because that was like so official bro i just said it's I grew up in New York. You know, it was like something you always hear. And I was just I like, wanted yo, to like, see the movie. Like, I thought it was like, yo, <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. Yo, I'm dead ass. People thought, yo, yeah. when is this coming out? It was so official. I just, I wanted, like, you know, the what the heck thing was that? It was just, it just grabbed things that we all knew. And people would be like, yo, that's right. mad funny. That's mad funny. And then I was just like, I'm going to do this. Even though, like, most people won't know, the people who know, know. You know, and I, yeah, it was just crazy. The people who know will spring love it, right? Yeah. Anyone? Here we go. Here we go. That's Here a Stevie B song yeah, for, for people that don't know. Jamie just wants to meet Come him, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Titi's and Jamie, they want to meet Stevie yeah. B, so. Well, I would like. 
like to know, Hector, like, okay, let's say you're presented with a client's goals, right? And you have certain objectives to meet through your motion graphics. What is your creative process? How do you get these ideas on what to execute via your computer? I've been blessed to work, like, with Sasha, Sasha Jenkins. You know, he directs a lot of the stuff. So with him, it's been great because he just, he'll give me, you know, he'll give me the green light. He'll be like, yo, here's a section. I need you to, you know, kill it, do something. And I just go ahead and animate it. Sometimes, like the Questlove thing, Questlove wanted to tell the story about, there's the Prince one, that one went big. But before that, there was like a Patti LaBelle one. And he had the story, he recorded it, it's like 30 minutes long. So I get this 30 minute thing, I was like, nobody's gonna sit through 30 minutes, so I gotta cut it down. And then, you know, I'm mindful, I, I kinda know what I'm doing, and they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, that's dope. You know, a lot of times I surprise them because, the research. So it's like Stevie B didn't know, you know, I just drop it and he's just like, yo, how do you know that? <laughs> Same thing with like, you know, Questlove will tell the story and then I'll just, I'll do research like all my story veils. Like I did a Tracy Morgan one and TBS was like, we think that maybe it's cetera, et cetera. And I was just like, no, no, no. Like, trust me. If it went down, it would have happened this day. This was the weather. This is what people were wearing. This is what they would have wore. Because, like, I go down to, like, the day, weather, time, style. Like, it's meticulous. Yeah. I want that. When you see it, you're like, yo, that's real. So, okay, you know, our listeners, they get inspired by listening to our podcast. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't listen to our episode and they'll be like, oh, my God, I want to do this. So to our listeners, my question to you is what if there's an inspiring um, person that wants to do what you do, what should they do? I say do it, man. I mean, I know people say go to school and all that. I'd say if you can pick it up before you even get to college, just it's online if you have the knack for it. You know what I mean? And if you want to take it to the next level of, you know, Disney and all that kind of stuff, then, yeah, you have to go to school. But I just say, do it. I, I failed forward. Like, all of this stuff is like a failed joke. Like, what the heck started because I said a joke and the person didn't get it. So I animated it. Oh, sure. ah. Yo, Hector, I have to, listen, you have been nasty since the days of Mi Gente. I'm just going to put mi it gente, out there. Gente, wow. He was one of those back? creative, like, I'm going to create stuff that people were stealing left and right. And like, Hector, you know, his name? coding. Hector. What was your name? On, I think that's what I we met. might have been Hector. I think we met. I was Latin Daddy. Do you remember? I, do you remember what, Mike? I like that, My Mike. Like, yo, do you remember me? <laughs> well, they didn't have, they didn't yeah, have yeah, DMs yeah, back yeah, on yeah. me the day. Yes, they did. They did? They had the instant message. You don't remember oh, the, the thrilling? Right it used to right take blinking? 15 minutes to pop up, but you'd be like, oh, a message is coming in. I'm going to go to the bathroom, come back. Yeah, I would say it probably was the, like, blackjack, because I was crushing that. Like, I was like Vegas on that. Like, I would hold it. <laughs> so if you were competing in that, we probably ah, beefed on blackjack. right. Yo, I just think it's amazing, amazing, and such a great message to send to youth, to anybody, even if you're looking to make a somewhat of a career shift. Look at how where Hector's passion crossed his career, and now it's it's the same lane. That is amazing, and everybody's capable of doing this. I want to thank you for coming on the show, Hector, and please plug away and let people know how they can follow your work. Even his Instagram page is hilarious. These videos that you put out there, I don't know how you have the time to do all this stuff. Lunchtime. <laughs> you do that at lunch, like on your phone? It's Yeah, it's shot on my phone. And when my kid goes to sleep, there's a brief like 40 minutes where like 
I got a green screen at home. I'd be like, let me just do this stupid thing quick. Wow. Boom. What's the longest you would take on on a project? Like what? Like oh, this is gonna be a big one. Like, I how mean, long if, if it's a long? movie, it's it's long because it's coming in in pieces okay. and yeah. So it's a whole process. Yeah, in installments. Okay. But then certain things like the short digital stuff, it's like a five minute lunch. <laughs> a five minute thing is like. Yeah. You know, it's three weeks or whatever. But if it's just a quick Instagram, if I'm doing it for Instagram, I'm drawing like that morning or doing it at lunchtime. And real quick, because I'm just curious and I know we're ending. What do you think of this deep fake stuff now with all the, the, the actors' faces and you put them in different movies? And okay, like Frank. What Frank, Frank brought this up in, in, in one of his um, fake news. Like, is that like, is was that like kind of be in your field where like you deal with stuff like that? I like, know how it's done. I'm not on the, that level. Like. You think People the future spend, though of kind of like the future is now they're doing it's it now yeah, yeah. Like, mm. it's now. Over, though. we're like they're just gonna have every actor just not be there just gonna like put someone's face on someone's shit I mean they've been doing that but for like TV shows now like every TV show is like you know these people ain't real Jamie, wake up. Are you not woke? Jamie's like, nah, It's Jamie's been like, happening. Part two of this question will be... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just have to get it on my system. What do you want him to say? It's I'm been trying. I, I don't know. Let him live, bro. What do you want him to do? Blame Frank, because he got me thinking of these, these, these thoughts. Yeah, me Frank, too. Thanks a lot, Frank. Frank's uh, at the door watching me right now. He's like, yo, my job is done. Good my job, job is good done. Good job with the question. Yo. Your good perspective job. has changed. Hector, please tell right. everybody how they can follow you and find all, this, all these goodies. Right, I'm just Instagram man. H E C T A H Hector. Okay, okay. that's pretty much it. Yeah. And wait, one last question, Dominican. Like, where's your family from? Las Americas, Calle Cuatro. Oh boy, specifics. Yeah. Even where his family's from. Right. This guy off. really pays attention to details. No, I mean you gotta. I gotta let him know. I gotta let him know. And you're a family man. Yo, congrats to all your success. Thanks. We, I'm going to put it out there in the LOL universe. I hope to work with you soon. Aww. I mean, there's just, we need to start, you know. I mean, not th- yeah. I think, can I just state this for the record? You know, I of like course. to be very honest. Mm-hmm. There is this beautiful trend of Latinos actually cross-pollinating right now and helping each other out. Do you guys feel it? Am I the only one? I guess I'm the only one. No, um, I feel it. Yeah. You, it's on the come up, and we need to continue that trend. So I'll put it out in the universe. I hope yeah. that our paths I listen to his show. Hector. I started listening to the show a lot. This is like my Sabo Ganta. Like, it got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? So, look, I, Thank you. I, we're going to go visit you uh, visit you during lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we'll just go for a whole two, three weeks. We'll just come during lunch. Or at night when yeah. it's kids asleep. I oh, don't yeah. see oh, any problem with minutes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Is my <laughs> feel okay with that? I think the lunch We'll just is roll better. up. The lunch we'll bring is a better. bucket of KFC. <laughs> we'll chill. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Hector. All right. No problem. All right. I'll go next. Um... I just want to shout out the sick video series, web series that we did for Somos. You just heard uh, the ad before. Um, It's a five-episode web series where I play uh, El Profeta de la Salud. Uh, He's a... You know, fortune teller who, who um, predicts people's health futures. A famous fortune teller. A famous fortune teller, right? So check Nationwide. out that website. Nationwide. Nationwide, right? Mm. New Orleans <laughs> got them, got them buzzing. Uh, but yeah, check out that web series and then check out the Somos app. Download it. There's a lot of great health stuff. But um, and also the concert, um, November twenty third, oh, Saturday. Oh. Again, you've heard it in the ad, but Mis Salud and Mis Manos Festival. And check that out. That's in the Heights. So Dude, you're going to be on stage too, right? the Heights and right. shit. You'll be, you're one of the backup dancers. Are for the, you going to make a special artists. appearance? We'll see. El yeah. Profeta <laughs> de la Salud? It's working, huh? Stay tuned. But probably not. But stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
All right. That's and Jay Ferns Instagram and J- Jay underscore Ferns on Twitter. Why you always want to just do my underscore? Yeah. That should be uh, part of your goals. It's the Twitter. It's like whatever. All right. It's the Twitter. Yeah. All right. That's it. Well, for me, I am a proud board member of the Dominican Writers. And they, on December 11th, are going to have a fundraiser at uh, Cocina Taller. I heard it's being hosted by two amazing people. Yes. So as a board member, I had the opportunity to refer the hosts. And I referred uh, Rachel Aloka Mm -hmm. and Jay Ferns of the uh, Latinos Ala podcast. You must have, you know, you've heard of that podcast. Um, And they're hosting. And... It's from five to ten. I'm really? gonna be. Free. I'm just hearing this right now. Right, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, so I'll be free much, to heckle, Granddaddy. Yes. Thank you, Latin Daddy, for bestowing this Ooh, honor daddy. and privilege on us. Absolutely, Daddy. We're so. And uh, if you go, if you go, and uh, you you'll see Jamie give me awkward looks while he does his punchline. Oh we gotta write some jokes, yo. We're like on fire right now. Yeah. You and I co-hosting. I know. We co. I mean, let's do good, this. And Mike's giving team. me the eye. Used to be. Yeah. This oh bit, no, I'm not trying to replace. Mike. I'm not, Mike, I'm not trying to replace you or nothing. I know you and look at, you know, y'all do the co-hosting thing, you know? Oh, wow. Great impression. Uh, Great impression. And, 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 and also, are there any cameras? Uh, shout out to Jesus and Meryl for having me on the, on the show. And I got to talk about my father and make, you know, more lies about my dad and what he would say. Uh, How but are the things videos, with you and your dad now? Well, I don't know because usually we communicate with my mother through uh, the iMessage, but apparently there's no Wi-Fi in this new apartment that they got in DR, so we're waiting. So I don't know if my parents got to see the video yet. Oh. Um, but yeah, so shout out to them. They are doing it up in DR. Ooh, yeah. The golden years. Cheers to that. Pretty much. Uh, and then my socials, uh, Juan Bago on all the platforms. That's great. All right, you guys. What up? To the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. That's Yero.com, double L E R O.com. This week they got the scoop on the Wilder versus Ortiz match straight from Deontay Wilder. Check out what he had to say about Ortiz, the fight, and more on Yero.com. I got two shows I'm a plug. Here we go. Plug it in, plug it in. 301 UCB, my graduation show is this Sunday at UCB Hell's Kitchen. So I have a sketch in there that I wrote that I'm really proud of. And guess what? I get to play an actor in somebody else's sketch so that's fun so ucb hell's kitchen 4 30 this sunday that is november 24th and then the second show i'll be in the bragging rights show at the people's improv theater in the striker stage that's december 6th at eight o'clock so get your tickets at the pit nyc.com please follow me at rachel la loca a big shout out to melaner quiros right. to hector arias yeah. for being our wonderful guests of this episode To all of our listeners, you guys, really big shout out to those that have been melting our hearts with those Apple iTunes reviews. Mm. Like just just bringing us to happy tears. It's just really. Should I cry again? Will that double our ratings? It will. If I cry two times, now we might lose viewers. Now Now they're going to know. Like we're at the time where too much crying. The first one was, you know. Real. Yeah. Okay. This one would be obviously fake. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for those wonderful reviews. Keep them coming. Let them know that you're listening. And on that note, we out. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. 
Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda vaina! Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And, of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.